Good morning, everybody. It's Marcus at Marcus Today on the 16th of April with our Daily Strategy podcast. The message this morning is different. The vibe is changing. It's been a great rally, but I can see on the charts and here in the media headlines that the herd is stopping to think about what's next, and it's probably not going to be great. Henry's written a piece this morning in the newsletter talking about coming out of Easter fat and happy, and then it all goes wrong. Uh, What's spooking Henry, perhaps, is his innate understanding of a chart I've put in the newsletter today, which is the seasonal chart of the All Ordinaries Index. And as you'll see, the market usually peaks at Easter and drifts until late June. In fact, it specifically peaks on April the 26th. We're now April 16th and bottoms on June the 27th before having a recovery. Whilst I abhor the use of past statistics as a prediction for the future, and I would never sell a a thing on this sort of pathetic voodoo, it is mildly interesting that we're running into the more traditionally gloomy or dull part of the stock market calendar year. Not because of that, but for a few other reasons I'll get to. Uh, This morning we have done some cashing up in our uh, two separately managed accounts, which are the funds we run. We run about $40 million, which has been growing recently. Uh, This morning we have done a bit of cashing up, not because of that, but because of a few reasons I'll get to in a minute. Just some profit taking on recently highly profitable positions. And the logic behind that is firstly that we want to run up 15 to 20% cash, which is what we've done this morning, so that we outperform if the market tips over again and that we have some cash to deploy when it does, if it does. Uh, We're also a fund manager. You're not fund managers, but we are a fund manager judged on relative performance. And when the market fell over the other day, we underperformed because we are so highly invested. So for us, holding 20% cash means we'll outperform a falling market. That's where we want to be at the moment. We anticipate uh, the market running out of steam here. And this pause that we detect, uh, I'm not suggesting for a moment, it's a significant pivot point as it was at the top in February and the bottom in March. This looks like a slowdown in a high velocity recovery rally. Now, how you interpret that for yourselves is up to you to decide. Investors in quality, long duration stocks, Woolworths and things like that can ignore our momentary hesitation. But uh, some of you who are duckers and weavers, some of the traders in hot stocks might interpret this as uh, our message to take profits and come back another day. Uh, Reasons to get a bit more cautious. The herd is definitely sobering up. You can hear it in the headlines. The bulls are getting a little bit tired. The rally that we've seen has been a sentiment recovery, not really built on numbers. So sentiment, sentiment is an animal and you can lose it. And clearly we're losing it a little bit. The one metric that turned the herd at the bottom was those exponential curves beginning to flatten. I think that's now discounted in the market. So we need some more significant virus style news to really drive the market higher. Uh, To follow through the rally that we've seen really needs to be supported by value. And value is at the moment unknown. Earnings are in a state of utter flux. There is no reliable foundation to the market yet. So the herd could sell this off quite easily without without the big institutions saying, no, no, we, we, uh, we're buying into all this. The economic headlines are clearly deteriorating and will continue to deteriorate significantly from here, be they jobs, numbers, consumer spending, retail sales, GDP, they're all crashing at the moment. 
We just haven't heard the numbers yet. Uh, they are coming. Uh, in fact, they are already here. This, this is from our overnight market commentary this morning. Had the lines, US retail sales posted a record decline in March. March industrial production fell the most since 1946. New York Fed manufacturing index hit a record low in April. Home builder sentiment fell to the lowest level in seven years. The Fed's April beige book said economic activity contracted sharply and abruptly. There are big provisions for credit losses in bank earnings numbers all this sort of stuff. We're going to get more and more of this. Uh, the The news feed is going to be negative from here, I think, uh, as we quantify what COVID-19 has done to the market, to the economy and to companies. So the next few uh, weeks is going to be littered with company announcements as well. Uh, there's another one from Crown today saying they've laid off, laid off 95% of their workforce. Uh, the company is going to try and quantify the damage for us, but the reality is none of them actually know what the damage is. And when when we do hear, it's unlikely to be pretty. But the the point is that earnings could could still be uh, a bit bottomless. Um, we don't know where earnings are going to go to yet. Also, looking at the charts, there are definitely some market and stock charts that are topping out for the first time since the bottom. Australian market charts are looking okay, I have to say. There are no sell signals. In fact, on the weekly chart, the recent big buy signal is still blatantly there. But some of the European markets fell very hard last night. Italy, which led us into thinking the market might bottom, which it did. Italy was down 4.78% last night. Germany, which is a global economy sensitive market with so many massive exporters in there. Uh, index. Uh, Germany was down 3.9%. Um, there was a moment moment in this uh, rally where we were getting back to normal. Volatility was settling down, but those sort of falls on the European markets are not normal. Uh, the herd is definitely turning again in Europe, and the, the volatility has picked up. In the US, it was up 8% overnight. That's not a big move. The VIX volatility index can jump 20% in a night, but it is the first jump in a while. Not significant, but you've got to watch it. All of this is enough for us to just take the top off things short term. The big question, though, and when we when we look to see where the market's going to bottom, uh, the big question is is where that fundamental value is. I see JP Morgan have had a bit of a crack at the uh, telling us where the PE could go in the global financial crisis. The PE of the ASX 200 got down to 9.1 times at our recent low. The PE, which is, which is a rubbery calculation because who knows what the E is at the moment. But it got down to 12.4, still significantly above where it was in the GFC. And it's currently at 16.1, which is uh, pretty average, to tell you the truth. So the level of the PE at the moment is not terribly encouraging. We're not at super bargain basement levels. But as you'll see from the chart of the PE in the newsletter today, we are we are definitely cheaper than we've been for some while, and I'm entirely sure we're going to look back on 2020 and say this was a great buying opportunity. Forgive us then uh, for trying to finesse the short term, which is all we're trying to do today with a, a bit of selling. Speak to you again tomorrow. Cashing up a little bit is the message. <laughs>